What's up, everybody? Back here again, episode 43 of the Pit Side Podcast. I'm Preston Cranmer here with my good friend Roger Craig. So we're going to sit down and we're going to talk to one of our senior admins, Joe Halter, this week, and then we'll finish things off with another edition of Connor's Coin. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Pit Side Podcast, where we discuss the latest news and developments in the Coast to Coast Racing League, as well as other racing news inside and out of iRacing. Here's your host, the A-Let Outlaw, Preston Cranmer, and Roger, the Bassman, Craig. Yeah, so we're back here again. Like I said, it's going to be a great episode. We've got a couple of uh, couple of good guests. Connor, you've, you've seen him here before. And uh, really, I think it's going to be some of our first time to sit down and have a conversation with Joe Halter. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. Earl G. Wilson. Yes. Yeah, there's there's going to be a few guys. Uh, we won't get into why because, frankly, I don't totally know why, but I know a few guys have communicated with him and still refer to him as Earl due to his name on Facebook. So maybe we'll get that story, too. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and apologize. I'm already starting to glisten. It's, uh, it's pretty hot in the shed. It's still 92 degrees, like regular temperature, and the heat index is hotter. So it's uh, I'm going to be a little sweaty this week. <laughs> I think it's... Uh... 72 here right now and not not outside but uh, where i'm sitting so i'm a lot more comfortable than you are buddy yeah i, I may have moved out to the shed a little bit earlier than i should have <laughs> I, I was in the spring and everything seemed real good but uh there's been a few hot ones now where i've been regretting it a little bit but we should have heat and ac in here not before too long well you know you need to get andy piercefield to get an air conditioning unit delivered up to that uh that shed, you know. <laughs> yeah, I tried that. He was he was pretty uh, pretty set that he sure. was only in the Atlanta area, but I tried. That's, yeah, well, it's worth a try, eh? So. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we're coming up uh, uh, the Brody Sim. Uh, I mean, by the time this is on uh, Sunday morning, when this is uh, released, uh, it's right on the verge. Uh, the deadline's coming up for. Uh, yeah, as you're watching this, the deadline is coming up for the early bird. Uh, so it's ten and fifteen dollars for the one or two divisions today. Uh, after midnight, it is fifteen and twenty, and it's filling up fast. So uh, you don't want to delay. But hey, this, this thing's uh, this thing's got wheels. It's uh, it's really been picking up in the last week, and uh, uh, it, it, this is going to be a great one. Yeah, and you know, I, I put out the uh, I guess it was probably about a week ago from from when you guys are watching this that uh, we put the shirts out, made those available. And uh, still like to sell some more, but I've been really encouraged. Like we've been getting a ton of support, and and as much as I want to sell them to guys in the league, please feel free to go in there and grab yourself one. But we've seen lots of people buying them out from from Oregon and Washington State. Yep. A couple of uh, I think a Utah, which may have been associated with the league. I'm not sure, but um, there's there's definitely just some Brody Sim fans. So I, I it's it's nice to me to see that we've made a connection outside of our you know our own little iRacing community and yep. and. You know, Steve King Foundation, who they know who we are, but now we're seeing some of their fans or, or Brody's fans at least uh, what what we're able to do and, and participate with us. Well, what you know, what I've really been encouraged is uh, um, how engaged uh, like Ed Sim and, and Brody have uh, have been, um, as well as uh, Steve King Foundation. You know, they're uh, their heads down right now with their cornhole tournament out in the, in the Knoxville Nationals and. Uh, They've taken time to uh, to share our stuff out, and uh, that that's really been encouraging. And Ed's Ed's been great, and uh, just uh, you know sharing stuff out and everything else. And uh, uh, I think Brody is Brody's really excited about this event, so it's uh, it's all cool, man. That's for sure. Yeah, and and I think I think we kind of saw that some when we talked to him, we got that sense that you know Ed's just a just a good dude, you know, like, and and I think we knew going in that that Brody was a an inspiration to a lot of people but you kind of see where he gets it from now their whole family is just they're just on board you know so it's really oh, yeah. cool it's going to be a whole, whole pile of t brody t-shirts out there that's for sure that's, and, that's, uh, that's encouraging um but uh yeah and for uh don't forget that you know if you haven't joined already sign up and and again anybody watching this is not part of the league uh feel free to donate just go to c2crl.com uh, and um, click on the, uh, there should be a pop-up there that comes up for you. It'll take you to the Brody Sim page, or uh, just on the menu, it's a never give up. Click on that, that'll take you there, and the, there's a button there where you can go and donate. 
and uh, every dollar helps. And, and like I said the other day on uh, my hometown heroes uh, uh, little uh, blurb, you know, um, it, it gets further complicated um, by the the whole um, insurance stuff because the ambulance and I think the first uh, hospital they went to reported as a car accident, and that's led to uh, yeah a nightmare of. Uh, red tape of trying to get through on that stuff so and this is where the steve king foundation really comes in is uh they're that tweener you know be, before you know when from the time of an accident until you know some money starts showing up that they they're uh they're there to uh you know make bridge that gap so uh, kudos to the steve king foundation they're they're a class act to work with and we're you know we're honored to be you know associated with them that's for sure yeah. so the other thing the other thing too, Preston, is um, uh, I just want to remind guys, the guys that have signed up, um, once you sign up, we've got a bit of a process. So you, there's two buttons there. One is to donate, and then one is to register. A lot of guys registered without donating. So I, I reach out to them, say, like, you got to donate first. It's not like a freebie. And um, uh, the other thing is, too, though, the ones that have paid and registered, then they, we have a special league, the Brody Sim League, where all those races will be hosted. Uh, guys need to get in that league. So I've, one, once I validate you've made a donation, I invite you to the league, and uh, a lot of guys haven't accepted yet. So you need to accept that, or there'll be all sorts of scrambling on Tuesday night uh, for the first race. So uh, uh, should be good. Um, so it's four events. Just let, let's just go over it a little bit. There's, there's, there's four events here. Uh, Tuesday night is the first qualifier, and uh, we'll be taking eight from that. The top eight will automatically uh, start. Um, We'll get we'll get to talk about where they start in a minute, and then um, uh, Wednesday night normally home well it is hometown heroes is Brody Sim night uh, that'll be the second qualifier and uh, we'll take eight from that and then Thursday night is the LCQ uh, we'll take eight from there as well so um, then what we will do after that is the top four from uh, Monday night and Tuesday night. So the eight will go in for a pill drop, and we'll have that probably after the podcast. So we'll we'll have a because everything will be pre-gridded, and um, so it, anyways. That, that's, so it's the, that's it's how the top work. four from the first two races. Is that is that what you said? Yeah, okay. yeah. So the top four from uh, Tuesday night, top four from Wednesday night, uh, they'll go in for a pill drop, um, and uh, I don't know if we'll do that live, but it'll be on random.org, so everybody knows it's legit, um, and then. Uh, uh, the, and the final race, all the other, all the, all the qualifiers will be uh, 30 laps. Costume laps don't count. And then on um, the final night, Monday night, uh, it'll just be. Uh, it's a pre-grid. Everybody's pre-gridded. We'll have a couple of extras. So uh, on the LCQ, whoever finished like ninth and tenth will be kind of on standby if somebody doesn't show up. Um, and uh, so. Those races, and, and it could change, but uh, right now the plan is 50 laps for the 305s and 75 laps for the prolates. Um, and those will be caution laps, don't count. I know the prolate might run a little bit longer, but we want to give guys an opportunity to get a quick repair in if they need it without losing a lap. So, um, uh, you know, that, that that's the plan right now, but uh, it, it should all be good. And those distances are just for the championship race, correct? Yeah, all the other ones will be 30. Okay. So the, uh, and, and we'll be doing different tracks each night. So uh, Tuesday night, the first night, we'll be at Knoxville. And then the second night will be Lernerville. And uh, then we'll go to Eldora, and we'll finish the championship. We'll be at Belicia. So we'll, um, four great tracks. And uh, I, I, I can't wait. This is, I, I think it's going to be one of our best events ever. And, and the 305 stuff, you know, like on Hometown Heroes, it's just been crazy, like 40, 45 entries. So uh, I think that should be a well-contested, you know, when they're, they're fixed, but geez, the cream still rises to the top all the time, you know, and uh, the skilled drivers do show their skill. So uh, it, I, I'm excited about this. It's going to be great. And uh, uh, there's, there's quite a few guys from outside the league signing up as well. So that's always encouraging. And a lot of times after uh, this is over, uh, they'll, they'll join our league. They like what they see. So how many guys are going to, or, or how many slots is each session limited to? Is it 40, 60? No, 60. So 60. it's 60 entries in each. But, um, you know, it, don't wait because uh, what's happening is almost 100% of the guys are signing up for both. So, you know, it's not like we're going to have like 90 guys signing up and one will do 305, one will do Pro 8s. 
everybody's signing up for both. So uh, those spots will be filled, uh, you know, pretty quick. So it, it, if you still haven't signed up yet, you know, don't don't wait. It's going to be a great event. Lots of prizes. We didn't talk about that, but uh, there'll be a trophy for each one from A&J Custom Creations. Andy Patton has always been our stand-up guy to, you know, to support these things. And uh, then there'll be, uh, you'll have your choice of iRacing credits or um, Amazon gift card, or you can donate it back uh, to Brody. No judgment on any of that, uh, but it'll be your choice. And uh, for the races, it'll be, uh, uh, for those finals, it'll be uh, 25, 15, and 10. Uh, we'll go to uh, the top three. And uh, then there'll be uh, door prizes. So even if you're you know, a driver like me that doesn't have a prayer of winning this thing or get that, um, there's lots of door prizes. And there, there's at least four um Four twenty-five dollar uh, gift certificates, and then there's wraps from uh, all the different wrap companies, yours included. Like a, we've had six different wrap companies fully support this thing. I know um, uh, Vickery has been uh, uh, getting the logo, and uh, they always have interesting wraps uh, uh, for the event. So, uh, oh, yeah. but the, as well as donating, so it, it's going to be great. Also, you've got that wrap that you're putting out there. Is that going to be on Trading Paints? Is that yes. how you're going to distribute that? Yeah, that's the easiest way that I've found for these one-off events. So I believe um, right now there is a Brody Sim. Now, I, I'm going to be adding a spec map to it. If you see his car, the, the dark gray is actually kind of a matte metallic. So that hasn't been added yet. But right now there is a uh, Brody Sim uh, template. It looks just like his 305 Sprint car. Um, with no numbers on it. So you can run that now if you want with your numbers on it. You can use that for the event. There will also be one that I'll put out there if you want to do, for whatever reason, with uh, the number 22 on it, which is what he ran as well. So it'll have the custom numbers that look just like his. Um, and, and so that'll be made available too. Now, is that something that we're letting go for the for the thing if they well, want to run 22? or? Just to clarify, 22 might be on the roof but it won't be on the side panels right They'll... no I, I have two out there that's what I was saying 22 will be on the roof of all of them there's one out there that if you want to run the custom number 22 you can whether it's you know if you can't do it in our league if you want to run an officials or how oh yeah you know, yeah the only thing I'm afraid of is we'll get a few guys coming in with that on and we'll have like eight cars that are all 22 identical okay so, well then y'all hear yeah. heard it here you still have to run your number in the uh, in the event yeah you have to run your number but uh, and I don't know if that 22 will come through on the top wing then or if it'll be over. It will. Over yeah, no, it will. It's part of the base wrap. Okay. And it won't be overstamped with the, the other number? No, no, on the top wing? That's not a, that's not a number oh, yeah, position that's right. I'm sorry. by default. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. So, uh, And is there a name on that uh, template that they could look for? search for or just search uh, yeah you can you should be able to search for Preston Kramer uh, I believe you can probably search for Brody Sim too but what I'll do is I'll put a link I can link it out and put it in the okay. lounge so you guys can find it there as well awesome that's awesome man so yeah can't can't wait it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be awesome yeah I, I there's a lot of family engagement going on it's just it's ramping up to be a, a special one for sure and, and, and I'll mention it here too because I did talk to Ed um, Brody has been in on iRacing a bit, and I said, like, could he race in this? Because Brody did sign up, um, but um, Ed's answer at this time was, depends what day it is. You know, there was, you said, like, three or four days ago he could have, but today, no. So, um, you know, we want to cut this kid a lot of slack because he's got, uh, you know, a lot of healing to do. But it would be great to, it's great he even just signed up. I mean, that's just cool. Yeah. So uh, we can't wish Brady, they're Brody. Brody enough, um, you know, good wishes and everything else, and uh, to the whole family, that's for sure. So, we should move on, maybe. Is there anything else you've got to, to cover on that? No, no, I just, like I said, make sure if you don't know where the link for the shirt is and you want one, you can message me or Roger. There, it's on the league page, but uh, or on the league Facebook page, and I, it's on, it should be on the uh, website too, right? Yep, yep, it is. It's on the website. It's on that Brody page. And uh, all profits from that, not all proceeds, I mean, there's a lot of cost in the background here, but all profits from that, and it's getting to be a significant number, uh, that, that goes to, uh, well, it goes to the Steve King Foundation. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really great event. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, yeah, totally excited. Um, 
Maybe we move on to talk about some other things. Uh, IL, for example, incidents per lap. So um, I think the good news here is that uh, it's getting better. Uh, I, you know, I've been looking over the numbers from Monday night, and numbers are coming down. And I think uh, you know, next season what we'll do is we'll make sure that we start at uh, some of the uh, friendlier tracks, yeah. we'll call it, so that we, everybody gets a good start. Uh, but it, I think this has been our most difficult season with, with IL and guys not being able to transfer. But I think it's been our most um, educational, uh, for lack of a better word. I think people are finally getting that I've got to drive cleaner if I want to go up. I mean, I'm in that boat too. You know, I'm usually in that boat every season. But, you know, it's you got to get those numbers down. And, and I think more and more people are cognizant of, you know, I'm... I'm at that edge. I need to just be careful, you know, who I pass, when I pass, pick my moments, you know, risk versus reward, right? And uh, and people are finding out there's more risk than reward in some of these situations. So Yeah, and, and uh, I think one one thing guys are, are still forgetting a little bit, and I, I will tell you that I'm guilty, is, is, you know, the later you get in the season, if you maintain a, a .230, which is what I'm at right now, throughout the whole season, at, by the end of the season, it's much, much harder to get it back down because you've averaged a whole lot more laps in. So when you're yeah. at a 2.30 or a .230 two weeks in, it's not too big a deal. Eight weeks yeah. in, you got you got work to do and you got to do it quick. So um, it's going to be imperative for a lot of guys, myself included, that we run clean, you know, for the the remainder of the season. And yeah. if that means you have to sacrifice a few spots to stay in your division, that's just what it means. Well, and and, and uh, you know, I mean, I'll mention it. Uh, 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 Pepe, uh, he's uh, he asked for some EOLs because his was up pretty high. He wants to get into Renegades, and it was a smart thing. You know, he's running around the, and picking his spots when to pass. He's still competitive, but um, you know, he's uh, he's his numbers are coming down dramatically. So it's uh, it's all that that's all good. So um, yeah, there, so we'll, next season will be better, I think. Yeah. Uh, this has been a bit of a, a difficult season for everybody, but it, it but it's working. Um, and, and and looking at the numbers, they, they are everybody's coming down. Uh, you know, it's just are they down enough to move up a division, or you know, are they down enough to stay in the same division? Because some guys may move down another division. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a, it's a hard lesson. So, uh, but it it seems to work. And then along with that, like we mentioned before, uh, incidents have been dropped to twelve for a race. So that's really you know your feature. It's not like the whole night. But um, that, you know, that, that's an immediate, you know, we've got the heat EOLs and feature EOLs, but that's like immediate disqualification. iRacing does it, has nothing to do with us. You get up to 12 incidents. Like that's, that's you know, it's four incidents for a full-blown accident. You've been in three full-blown accidents in a feature. Like, you know, you can't say they're always somebody else's fault, you know. Yeah. It's just, uh, and it's not unlike the real world. You know, you got wrecked out. That happens. Yeah, you know, and, and, and even if it's little bumps, you you can't get out there and be, you know, or, or not, at least what we're doing, you know, in sprint cars, you're not putting your wheels, you know, you're not tangling wheels 12 times with somebody before you wreck. If you do it once, you, maybe you get away with it, and the second time you're done. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on my little soapbox here, but, you know, the guys uh, during pace laps and uh, it, the, the opening pace laps before the race starts, can't be weaving all over the place and hitting guys like it's you know i got hit the other day because some guy was weaving around like an idiot and uh and you know almost spun his car out and then trying to recover he runs into me and uh that there's two incident points you know and i'm struggling i'm one of the ones struggling to keep it down it's it's pretty upsetting so um you know 12 incidents it doesn't take long to add those up so i, I think that's going to help out too um it's going to be you know it's going to be hurtful at times but uh i you know it is what it is. Uh, so, um, how about new drivers? Yeah, so we've got a handful of new drivers this week, so we want to welcome them to the league just like we do every week. So, I'm told and I'm now seeing that we've got some challenging names. So, again, I'll apologize in advance. I'm already sweating and now I'm, now I'm really sweating. So, we got number 144, John Kuntz. Uh, 337, Paul Thompson. Like that one. 039, Mason uh, we'll call it Hein. Uh, 252 of Curtis Klinger, the 610 of Liam Garrison, and the 169 of Chase Wolf. So 
to to the few of you guys that have uh, more more unusual names. I apologize, but uh, welcome to the league either way. And I'm sure our broadcasters will do a much better job than I just did. Yeah, yeah. So uh, welcome, guys. It's, it's great seeing the new guys on the track, and some of these guys are fast. Um, uh, and one to be noted, I maybe he'll be on next week's welcome list. I'm not sure. Was uh, uh, Randy Shreve's son? I think it's Dylan. Um, and all, I guess all Dylans are fast because uh, uh, he's he was fast right out of the gate. Uh, I went back and checked his uh, I rating because I thought maybe uh, maybe Bill missed something. But no, he was he's he's within the you know within the range. I think it was 2300 or something. But this kid's a hot shoot. So uh, you know we've had a lot of guys this season come in that uh, pro pro late models, and uh, you know this uh, Blaine Brink uh, that showed up. Uh, I've already put him up in the Rebels because. Uh, you know, he needs to be there. He just, he was run The first night he, he came out, he was, he went from uh, the Raiders to the Rebels to the Renegades and was in P1 for the feature when he, uh, and he hit the wall right off the bat. I can't remember what happened. That's right. So that, I meant to ask that the week that happened, and maybe, it may have been a week we didn't have the podcast. Have we had someone pull the sweep before? I'm not sure that we ever had. I think we did. Somebody did pull the sweep, I think. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe it's just that they made it to Renegades and made a good run. Yeah, that, you know, we'll have to check. We need a statistician, you know, one of those guys in the back room that always knows the answer to everything. Um, but uh, maybe there was somebody. There's a couple guys, though, that ran that ladder and at least made oh, it yeah. to Renegades. I know we've had him close. I'm not sure that yeah. Blaine wasn't maybe yeah. one of the closest because I think That's he finished it. third that night and uh, maybe. Uh, no, I don't think. No, he hit the wall and he was done. I think or something okay. like that. Well, nonetheless, he um, was he yeah. was marching that way. He was. He was marching, was, that he was way. marching man. Oh yeah, big time. So uh, speak about marching. Um, I got the DWR hat on. I got all the paraphernalia and all that stuff. But we got a big uh, big things happening. So the Dillon Westbrook Racing, you know, part of the Hills Racing Team, and you know, I'm his number one fan for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, He's uh, he's home, so uh, there was uh, a break in the um, season after Knoxville. He was planning on coming home anyways, but uh, the first race back in two weeks at Indy, uh, Indianapolis was uh, canceled. So now he's home for like ten days. So uh, uh, we've been talking a lot with uh, Dylan lately. Big the big news out just today uh, was is that uh, Dylan's going to run at Merrittville uh, tomorrow night. So. Uh, you know, I'll, this will be my first race. Out, it'll be sort of making up for uh, not getting to Knoxville. I guess yeah. we'll be going down with his grandparents, and, and uh, it'll be just great to get back in the stands. But, but uh, he got contacted by Glenn Styers, you know, the owner of last weekend. Uh, do you want to drive my car? Because uh, Glenn's down at the uh, Knoxville Nationals this weekend. Right. And uh, so Dylan went uh, yesterday to get a fit, a fitting. You know, make sure he could fit in the seat, <laughs> and uh, all went well. And um, so he's going to be at Merrillville driving Glenn's car. So uh, there's a lot of excitement up here in Canada, especially in this area for this. Uh, uh, Jordan Poirier. So uh, that's the nephew of, uh, of Steve Poirier. Steve, Steve is just an incredible runner out of Quebec. He retired. And uh, Steve, I think, or uh, the Poirier now is, is uh, uh, his nephew. But he's he's the uh, the. Uh, the Knights of Thunder, which is the 360 series, I think he's won every race. So, uh, you know, showdown time now. It's, uh, oh, he didn't win every race. Uh, there's another One of the young guns uh, uh, beat him uh, the other night, but uh, uh, it, it should be good. It's just going to be great seeing Dylan back in the seat up here. And uh, But along with that, you know, we've been talking a lot with Dylan. Um, he's always been a great supporter of our league. You know, he did the uh, the Mike Westbrook Memorial. He uh, threw out there $150 for uh, prize money for that. And uh, so um, no better time than now, I guess, to make the big announcement. Hey, Preston. Yeah, let's go for it, man. So so I do want to ask before you, before we get there, I had questions. So you're going to the race tomorrow night, right? You'll actually be there? You're going yes, down on the pitch? you got to go wrench on the car or something. i got to try something, yeah. So Steve Goldner's already contacted me. He says, you know, if you're down the pits, come by. And because uh, he's always wrenching on cars down there, and uh, he's he's with I think he's with Sean Evans, uh, so uh, I'll be hunting him down. And uh, I I don't know if the uh, I don't know if Beagle will be down there. I haven't checked the whole uh, you know just the three sixties there. I'm going, but I, I love the Thunderstocks, and uh, hopefully Beagle will be down there. I haven't seen the 
you know, a big dog for a little while. So it'd be nice to, to you know, chat up with him and, and uh, a bunch of the others, uh, uh, Holly Porter and, uh, you know, a bunch of the Osh Weekend crowds for sure. And is so, it on GeForce TV? Yeah, it's on GeForce TV. So everybody out there can catch it. Uh, by the time you see this podcast, it's too late. But um, uh, we'll, we'll put Good a point. post out again. Good we'll point. put a post out uh, to make sure that uh, everybody in the league is aware. Uh, uh, you know, GeForce has just been doing a knocking it out of the park this year. Like, if you haven't seen a broadcast, they're, they're killing it, man. It's just, uh, you know, they've got the, the hovercraft thing and, uh, you know, they got all sorts of multi-camera views and it's just, it's better than, well, I, I don't want to know that TVs and broadcast, but they're, they're doing better than the ones that charge money and they do it for, you know, it's, it's yeah. free. It's all free streaming. So check it out, man. It's going to be some great, great racing. That's for sure. Um, so this big announcement, this let's big get back to that. We teased so, yeah, it, right? So, so we, you, you guys saw a picture probably last weekend of, and I've actually seen a few now because we had guys that went down in the pits and, and saw Dylan. But, uh, if you saw the picture, there was a big pit side podcast logo right on the side wing of Dylan's car, which we uh, we rush shipped him. We got him overnighted out there so they'd meet him at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame when he pulled in. And uh, Dylan was, I mean, you can you can talk about the details, but he was great. He was all about it. slapped it right yeah. on the car for us. Well, and I said, you know, would you run our logo? So so the uh, the Coast to Coast Racing League. Uh, will will be on that car too and i said it doesn't have to be in a like at a big obvious spot we just appreciate it you just put it somewhere well it's right on the wing like when you're standing all those pictures that guys get taken there it is to side podcast and the uh, coast to coast racing league will be there uh shortly after so dylan's it's been great helping us out so um we we have formed a partnership with uh dwr and uh here to announce right now that next season um the uh, renegades are you know the best of the best uh, will be the Dylan Westbrook uh, Racing Division, so it'll be sponsored by Dylan and uh, DWR. So uh, we are um, couldn't be happier. Uh, just pumped about this, and uh, it's a great association. Just Dylan's a great ambassador for our country, uh, for all of racing. Certainly a great ambassador for the Westbrook family. He's just uh, a class act wherever he goes, and uh, we're we're really proud to be associated with him. And also, uh, you know, the store is coming. You know, the the, the speed shop. And uh, um, we'll, we'll have all his, of his um, apparel and, uh, you know, the, his, his koozies and uh, all that sort of stuff. So uh, we'll be carrying all that um, on, on our, uh, on our uh, speed shop in the store. So uh, we're really excited about all of that. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a great marriage. That's and sure. I, I'm going to assume that either that shirt or that hat was supposed to be sent to me. Uh, or mine's still in the mail. I... It's maybe in the mail or something. Yeah, we'll have to see what's going on there. And uh, uh, there's, there's more to announce that I can't announce right now. But uh, you know, maybe we'll be able to uh, get together and see him somewhere along the line or something. That's all I can say. There you go. So uh, yeah, it's, it's good. But we're really excited about this. It's just been uh, Dylan, Dylan's been uh, a great inspiration. I mean, that that's the reason the league's here. He's the guy that got me hooked on dirt racing. Just the first time I saw the kid running and. Uh, um, so he, he's contributed a lot to the league and in many ways, financially as well. So uh, welcome aboard, uh, Dylan and uh, and Dan and uh, Grandma and Grandpa and everybody else uh, in the family. Uh, it's a it's a pretty tight family. They're awesome, awesome people. So uh, privileged to know those people. But uh, yeah, so it, it, it's we're already starting to announce stuff coming in the in the new year. We got lots in in the works here, and uh, more more announcements coming for sure. And uh, it's getting to be a busy time for you and I, that's for sure. It sure is. Well, I tell you what, enough screwing around. Let's get yep. over here. We're going to talk to Joe Halter. After we, we talk guest. to Joe, though, don't forget, stick around. we got another edition of Connor's Corner. A little different format this week, uh, but you guys will enjoy both of these, so we're going to go talk to Joe right now. Yeah. So we're here with, uh, depending on who you are, Earl Wilson or Joe Halter. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing super well, man. Glad to be on the uh, on the pit side podcast for sure. So, what is that uh, going on behind you on the screen? Tell us about that. So, as you guys probably know, I had a rig built by Icon, right? And this well, I'm thing talking is, about on the TV screen. Yeah, I'm getting there. So, okay, this sorry. rig is a is a piece of art. And I told uh, Rob Neller, "You build a rig, and I'll build a room around that rig." Well. 
So my room is kind of in in construction mode. So I put all C2C races on a big screen TV that I could stream from my cockpit and I can watch the team guys run. And, you know, I almost enjoy that more than running myself. No, so no, you guys the, are... What's happening ahead. behind you right now? Where are they at? So it's, like it's Thursday Night Thunder and it looks like the mods are running at Charlotte and they are closing in. It should be... Uh, it just ended, actually. But, okay, so we'll find out who the winner is, even though everybody will know by Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. right. And you're pulling, you're pulling for a teammate there, I think, right? Oh man, let, let me tell you, Brandon Templeton. So, as you guys also know, I kind of uh, got put in. I could put together a, a dirt team, and I took that that task pretty serious, right? And I kind of used the same method that I used in uh, in the military that. I hire character over experience any day of the week, right? So it took me a hell of a long time to find the right drivers, and we don't have a lot, but the guys that are driving, uh, Brandon Templeton, Brian Dickens, and Kurt Schatzer, high, high, high character individuals. Um, Super good dudes. Uh, So it's a lot of fun. I like following those guys. I offer some uh, bonuses for certain, certain things that they do on the track. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. Our Discord is every day. We communicate daily. Uh, just a great group of guys. I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome, man. And and we're really enjoying the job you're doing for us, doing all the admitting. Uh, you really stepped up and, uh, you know, uh, just unbelievable. You, you, you do a great job. Can't say enough about it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, like, like the character deal, this is a quality uh, operation you guys got going on. I just want to be a part of it, and that's why I volunteered. Well, and, you know, we've said uh, many times, Press and I, that we're just a talking head. It's people like you behind the scenes, uh, and, and you know this is true, Joe. It's, it's all those people behind the scenes that are making this league what it is. Um, can't say enough about all the guys that step up and help us out, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. We've run other leagues, and uh, we've pretty much dropped out of all of them except for Coast to Coast, and even Brandon last week in his uh, interview talked about Coast to Coast and how welcome we feel as a team. And yeah, high quality, high quality folks. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and it's great. It's a community, but it's a community that makes it strong for sure. So uh, let's go back a little bit. Um, You're were you a, a Marine? I was in the Air Force. In the Air Force, another Air Force guy. All those go fast guys go fast in in the military and they go fast uh, where they get out. So uh, tell us a little bit about your career, man. So I joined the military right here in Northern California, about an hour north of Sacramento. Uh, As we were talking pre-show, it was 106 yesterday, 104 today. So I joined Let's just stop there for a second because Preston is whining and complaining it's 102 and he had to go get a drink and you're 106. He's inside. He's smarter than you. Anyway. That wasn't on the table for the debate here. I <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry, Joe. I had no worries, no worries. So I joined the Air Force in 1986 right here in California, and I was never stationed anywhere that it didn't snow knee-deep. Uh, I spent eight years in Missouri, two years in Delaware, eight years in Europe, in Germany, absolutely wonderful. Uh, five years in Montana and I actually retired from Germany and I was born and raised here so packed up the family and said hey we're going to California my wife being from Ohio Indiana didn't go over super well but everything played out everything played out uh, out good so I, and well Preston was away I was you're north of Sacramento right about an hour yep yeah so you're he's an hour north of Sacramento and I was explaining to, to Joe that didn't know if he realized or not, but the, the southernmost point of Canada, Point Pelee, is actually further south than Sacramento. So Joe's like an honorary Canadian, you know? <laughs> that's pretty wild. That's hard to it's, imagine. I'm going to have to look at a map. That's, go look at a map the, at the, the longitude or latitude or whatever the heck that is, but it's... Uh, it's, it's just like, uh, you know, Joe Backus lives 30 miles further north than uh, me and Bill and Gary and that. And it so, shows. Uh, it shows. 
Yeah, so I'm sorry, we, we're getting off topic like we normally do, but so um, how many years How many years total in the military, Joe? 22 years, 7 months, 19 days. Hours and minutes? <laughs> we'll know those. You know, and what a, I've never had a, so when you get in the military, you'll meet two kind of people. Those who never had a good assignment and those who never had a bad. And my military career was absolutely fascinating. Um, yep. Had some awesome jobs, spent a lot of time in the desert, uh, all over the place. And it was just absolutely fabulous. What, uh, so what did you, what was your main role? Like what, what, have, what have you done? So usually when we tell people this, right, the Air Force is just like a regular municipality. I was a high voltage lineman. So I climbed poles and worked on high voltage stuff uh, for a good number of years. Uh, became an instructor, and then I finally, my last five years as a first sergeant, which is, uh, they do a lot of different things, take care of folks. It's 100% people-focused uh, job, and that's what I did my last five years. It just blessed, man. It was just super, super, super cool. You know, and um, uh, to, to parallel that, I know Andy Patton and uh, Daniel Blau for just two guys, um, loved every minute that they had in the military that you know it's just uh you hear that uh, from a lot of guys and uh I, i'm just wondering you know you you and uh, those guys need to talk to see if you cross paths somewhere along that line it happens just, uh, let me tell you yeah for sure yeah absolutely very small world yep yep of course you know if they're looking on facebook they'll only see earl g wilson so <laughs> i'm not even gonna ask <laughs> that secret that secret government guy yeah so when I retired, right, I was a lineman. I actually tried to do that as a as a civilian, and I got hired on. But man, I tell you, the back hurts, the knees hurt. The, that's a young man's young man's game. So I finished up my MBA and started writing construction contracts for the government uh, for the Air Force. So kind of mixed two worlds into one, doing contracts with some uh, craftsman knowledge and uh, PM knowledge. And I recently moved to the National Park Service, which I didn't even know there were jobs out there like this. I work from home. I go to the national parks and do site visits, and I fly out of Sacramento. And um, yeah, I'm just at home, and it is again absolutely fabulous. That sounds like a tough gig, buddy. That's <laughs> oh, it good is, for you. It is good absolutely wonderful. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, uh, first of all, I can't, you know, I haven't said it yet, but thank you for your service. Um, you know, we really appreciate everything. Even though I'm north of the border, I still appreciate everything that you've done. And, uh, you know, and like to see you out there in that Veterans League. Uh, you know, that's, uh, you've, you've uh, been out there with the boys and, uh, and uh, you know, shown well. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, that's all good. But you got, you got an Icon shirt on. Let's talk a little bit about Icon. So... Yeah, I got hooked up with Icon a little bit more than a year ago. And, I, I, you know, I can't even tell you how it happened. I think I saw it probably on dirt racing or whatever. And being the shy guy I am, I just reached out to Rob personally and just started up a conversation. And, man, I have never met a dude that is – he is so artistic. Yes. Um, his mind works like – it's just amazing when him and I sat down to design this rig right here. He he was just he was just going, and he would take what I couldn't verbalize that I wanted, and next thing I know, it's not only there but it's better. Um, so Icon, he's a one man show, builds stuff in his garage, uh, just by himself, and, and what a what a deal. Him and I talk weekly uh, and text. Uh, more more often than that. Um, so you couldn't get two different personalities and two different type of people. But what a super relationship, man! Uh, just a just a super good guy. And no, uh, another guy that loves his job, right? Oh well, he hates his. He, he does not like his his daytime job, but he loves the icon uh, side of. It. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's a he's a. A class act, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, so uh, let's talk. About, how did you find out about uh, you know our, our league and uh, you know where did that? What's the background on that? So once I got hooked up with Icon, 
I asked Rob, I said, hey, since I paid this money for this rig, you know, instead of people coming to recruit me to drive for them, I, I recruited them. I, I'll pay if you let me run your, your uh, brand on my car. Well, he built my first uh, late model that had a um, G-Force sticker on it. And I said, hey, what's, what's this G-Force all about? He said, well, that's a racing league that you guys, that you need to check out because I was by myself at that time. And that's how I got involved. And I, I will tell you, it was just, it was so welcoming. And it's not, it's not a first corner pileup every freaking race. It is some respect, right? Some give and take. Um, it just seems to be much more mature than what we were doing. So I got through Rob into uh, into coast to coast. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I knew I knew Brandon Templeton had come in that way too. I, I didn't realize you hadn't, but I know when you joined the league, it wasn't long after you. I think you volunteered to help out. Um, you hadn't been in the league too long, and then no. uh, you are still to this day the only admin that I've trained. I don't. I will let other people decide if that's been a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So I, you, you and I have had a little bit more interaction, at least through that that role, than I do with some of the other guys. Yeah, no wonder I missed those EOLs. No, nah, nah, don't blame me for that. <laughs> don't blame me for that. Yeah. That's fine. But but you know what? That's the thing. And, and it's one thing I appreciated about your attitude about that. You didn't, you know, you owned up to it right away. You just move on from it. You know, that's the thing. Things are going to happen from time to time, and you just got to own it and keep running. And I know that that may be kind of a, a you know, something you learn military-wise, but it's uh, it, it's refreshing because a lot of times you see guys are, are panicking, and you just kind of handle it. And I appreciated that quite a bit. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, I brought all the Icon guys, and I will tell you, all of them, uh, Brandon, Brian, and Kurt, all said, no, I'm not ready to league race. And I told all three of them when I recruited them in, I said, you can race in this league. It's not like other places. Don't feel intimidated. And now all three of them are doing super well, and they love it. They talk about it all the time. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. So we, can't, we can't let you go. Not We're letting you go now, but we got to – you know, we've got to get another view of that rig. We did see the rig on another episode with Rob, but is there any way that you can give us a tour of the rig uh, with, uh, I don't know if you're using your laptop or whether you're using your Well, yeah, this place is a mess, but so here's what happened. So I got this rig, and when I told you that I was, I told Rob he does his part, I did mine, right? So I went out and bought 35-inch curved monitors. Well, the, the, the monitor mount was not big enough for 35 inch monitors, so I had to order some additional parts. So I used my old monitors and I routed all the cable and cable tray and got it trough and got it back to the computer. The bars came in on Tuesday at, I don't know, noon. I think I had it mounted at uh, noon 30. And now the cables are too small, so I got cables stretched through the cockpit. But uh, let me see here. Can you see it or no? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have something on the roof, too? Do you have a, a logo on the roof? On the top? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is, oh, that is just super wicked, man. And, that you is... know, Rob said he called it the Patriot, right? And I came up with an idea that this was going to be the first signature model. So I asked him, and he was kind of hesitant. So I got the Rob Neller signature uh, first edition, and he signed the hood, and it's just—it's amazing, man. You climb in this thing, and it's—it's it's freaking amazing. And the 35-inch monitors—it's uh, just—it's unreal. It's unreal. I can't wait to get it done. I'm building a bar in here, and uh, I've run into some other sim guys that do a lot of streaming. Gonna have them over the house, and I talked to you about the E Nationals for the Dwarf guys. Just a lot of yeah. lot of good stuff going on. That's awesome. That's yeah, totally awesome. I got it. So the one question I always ask, well, but before we go there, um, we were talking earlier today, and because uh, tonight's Thursday night, you usually run. You said you're not, you weren't running tonight, and that's because you you've jumped into the sprint division. So I did, and and let me tell you how that happened. So you guys run, I don't. Um, Hold on one second. I don't know a, a spring from a cowboy boot, right? So I didn't know how to set up a car. I had no idea. Well, I got a hold of, or I found him on, uh, I don't know, YouTube or something. 
Thomas uh, Brandon is this cat's name. And he put out free setups, right? So I ran a couple of the 360 uh, free setups, and it was it was pretty good. And the guy was just like, you know, you can pay all this money, but you can do this for free. I find out the cat lives 20 minutes down the road from me. I actually talked to him today and said, hey, you need to come by the garage, have a beer, take the Icon rig. He actually does the uh, the um, Road to Pro program. He, he's from... Uh, yeah. Sim, sim race, sims. What is it? School of sim racing or something. School of sim racing. Yep. yep. Yeah, he's right down the road, and so we talked. And I said, "Man, you got to come over and sit in this thing and drive it." And, um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's just a great. It's small world, man. So yep. I think sprint cars. I'm gonna spend a lot of time um, on my work breaks. So I can come out here and run a few laps. So. Something I always ask is, uh, did you have any other questions, Preston? Before we not not until we get to the main one, but I, I got to go as I always okay. do. <laughs> yeah. So um, my question is, what up to this point now? Which well, how long have you been eye racing? I've been eye racing about a year and a half, and a matter of fact, this rig you see right here, I've been married for thirty-four years. And this rig was actually my wife's idea, and it was my one-year iRacing anniversary present. Uh, wow. So I think maybe she does that to get me out of the house so she can do her own thing. But however it works out, I'm, I'm happy. That's I've got to make sure there. Penny Lee watches this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So a uh, question I, I always ask everybody is uh, your greatest iRacing memory. You know what? Probably uh, my greatest was the first night of admin, right? It had to have been. What what a what a intimidating thing that is when you're thinking, here I am, this this guy that never been on a dirt track in real life, and you got thirty guys listening to you, and and so it was exhilarating, and it was uh, I, I loved it from day one. Of course, I had a decent teacher, so uh, it, it all played out played out pretty well well you know it's funny you say that because it you know you're talking about how you were kind of nervous but we were all kind of behind the scenes and you know joe's doing a great job i could have let him do this two weeks earlier you know you it, you yeah. you yeah. were very natural so it's fun man it's yes fun. so my question i'll get to my question in a second but i wanted to ask you you before you started running the sprints you were running uh the big blocks and the uh late models or or just late models yeah, mainly late models. I've only ran uh, big blocks with you guys, and the first one was the last Brody uh, thing last you year. You mean great? Yeah, 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 my, my yeah. apologies. That was the first time I ran the big block. Now, I, I run everything in practice, and I think probably midgets are the most fun in the world, they but I would fun. never go out and rip, uh, ruin somebody else's race. I, but I do in practice. <laughs> so, so... So I was going to ask you how you like the sprint cars over the late models. Do you find it's a, a drastic difference or a pretty easy transition? Huge. It's like uh, it's like driving my 3,500 gram pickup uh, is what a late model is and stepping into a sports car. And it's just a world of freaking difference. Yeah. Uh, late models are more like a, a street stop than... than uh, anything else that is, that is true I, so i i went the other way and and went from sprint cars and i still occasionally will run late models i i, I do feel the difference um and i was one i was curious to to find if you you had felt the same way going the other direction but so my question is a little bit more uh i guess challenging uh or or at least could be a little bit more a problem creating but who is your biggest rival in the coast-to-coast -coast racing league? Uh, you know what? Um, and, and it's from the first time at the at the uh, at the um, fundraiser. Oh, son, zero one three car. Oh, yeah. That's Kyle Park. No, not him. Gosh darn it! Zero one six. Myself. Right on the tip oh, of my zero, 016 has been Kelch. I got one. And a matter of fact, I will let you know, I've never let this be known. We run into each other every freaking race we're in together. <laughs> we run the exact same line. 
and I'm just a nicer guy, so I let him go by, right? I'm not going to cause it yet. So, Daniel Blau, boom. There you there go, you another go. Air, another Air Force guy. Yeah, yeah, we're always running the same line, and I don't care. I can be, I can be racing at freaking Charlotte. He could be at at Eldora, and he's going to run into me. We're going to we're going <laughs> to run into each other somewhere. And not his fault, not my fault. We just have must have a similar racing style. What's that Air Force blood, buddy? Well, yeah, I, right. I will give you some credit. You are one of the one of the people that did not cop out on that question because we get a lot of people that'll give some cop out answer. Usually they just and I'm guilty of this. They just list give a teammate, right? So they know they're not going to be mad at one another. But uh, I appreciate that, and and you were very candid. So thank you. Yes, sir. So where are we at there uh, now? Is that the are they qualified or? Uh... Heat one lap five. And there you go. Well. Then I tell you what, why don't we let Joe get back to watching the yep. racing. I want to go watch it myself. So we're going to sign off here. We're going to go talk to Connor with Connor's Corner here, and we'll close out the show. We're going to thank Joe for coming on. It was, it's been a great episode, guys, and uh, we'll see you back here for episode uh, 44 next week. Thanks, Joe, for everything Thanks, you guys. do, buddy. Thanks, man. You're, you're awesome, buddy. Absolutely. Let me know if you need any more help. Thanks. See you, guys. Take care. You know, the last two weeks have been pretty crazy. As uh, we, we raced two weeks ago, exactly tomorrow. And uh, we had a pretty good day so far. And going to the first feature, you know, uh, I was running with the pack and I just, I drove it in way too deep and hit someone to their back bumper with my left rear. And it just snapped the, um, the bolt with the spindle and the spindle broke. So I had no steering and hit the wall. And that was adventurous. But then uh, the last few weeks I've been crewing for Corey and Ryan Turner and Jamie Turner for the Burger Barn crew. And a bit for Mike Thorne and a street stock. And it's been, I've never learned so much in two weeks. You know, last uh, last weekend we were Friday Merrittville, or Friday Humberstone, Saturday South Bucks. I've been in the shop throughout the week working with them. It's been unreal.